0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films, every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Agnesha Holland's thriller, set on the eve of World War II, sees Hitler's rise to power and Joseph Stalin's Soviet propaganda machine pushing their utopia into the West. Meanwhile, an ambitious young journalist by the name of Gareth Jones, played by James Dorton, travels to Moscow to uncover the truth behind the propaganda. But then he gets a tip that could expose an international conspiracy and could and will eventually inspire George Orwell's seminal book, Animal House. We're joined today by the internationally renowned director and winner of multiple awards, and that would be Agnieszka Holland. Agnieszka Holland, welcome to Film School
1: Radio. Very nice to be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for being here. Well, this is a very powerful film, and I am old enough to have remembered vividly the conversations about how many people died in the Soviet Union under Joseph Stalin. I heard the stories, but I never really got the 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 story, the actual how it happened. And your film, is a wonderful revelation for me personally, and I think for a lot of people who don't know the real story. What inspired you to turn this into a film?
1: When I read the script by Andrea Chalupa, I realized what I was thinking for some time uh, since the fall of the Berlin Wall and Iron Curtain. I told to myself that um, the global conscience doesn't know about communist crimes and that those crimes have been forgotten and forgiven and um, it's different with the nazi crimes we are all less or more aware of the holocaust and uh, know who was responsible and what was the reason and what kind of the dangers um, are in the antisemitism and then the racism but the communist crimes their nature have been slightly different. It, it was like covered by um, utopic hopes that um, the communist is the way for the humanity to make the la- uh, world better. And, um, and this, this utopic hope uh, somehow made many people uh, for the dozens of years blind uh, to the real nature of this regime, especially the Stalinian regime, but not only also Mao Tse regime and, and, and Castro and many other, Kampucha, you know, the, 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 the victims uh, went in the dozens and dozens of millions. And in the same time, the people like didn't speak about it, didn't know about it, didn't realize how many people suffering have been behind this. So, so when I read the script, I was struck by two things. First thing that that is this crime against humanity, how the famine orchestrated by Stalin, and that the, the victims, uh, nameless and voiceless victims um, of this crime are calling to be to be recognized. And second thing, it was um, uh, that that is the story of, of the journalism and journalists, of the duty of the journalists to report the truth. And instead of um, serving and following uh, somebody's political or ideological agenda. And this part of the story I found extremely relevant. Because the story of the fake news, of the manipulation of the truth, the propaganda, the spread of the, you know, of the of the non-truth through the different media for political means, uh, it is something which is going on right now. And also the journalists of today in the polarized world, in in you know, in United States, in Great Britain, in Poland, they are swept away by by some kind of the you know of the of the temptation, exactly to serve one side of this of this political uh, political landscape. In absolutely
0: right, and I, I think I've not done a good job of identifying more specifically what we're talking about. This is a uh, program, if you will, that, was, that targeted the breadbasket of the Soviet Union, meaning Ukraine, and I assume other parts of the Soviet Union, uh, for a mass starvation campaign, in which reportedly somewhere between four and five million people were killed, died, uh, at the hands of this horrific uh, political campaign, And so that's what this film talks to specifically about that and how little we knew in the West or how little, how much more we should have known. But as you said, uh, wanted to look away for what was political purposes. It served a lot of different agendas to not recognize it to the degree it should have been recognized. Am I being fair?
1: Yes, you are. You are, absolutely. You know, the Ukrainian experience has been horrific, but it wasn't only Ukraine which suffered. It was um, the famine was also in another part of the Soviet Union. And uh, Stalin especially attacked Ukraine for many political reasons and nationalistic reasons. You know, William Faulkner said in one novel that the past is not dead. Maybe it is even not the past. Right. And I felt it very strongly when doing this movie in Ukraine because um, it was, for, it was uh, forbidden, to, um, uh, forbidden to talk about it for, um, for, you know, during the Soviet Union it was impossible to talk about it. It was dangerous. The people have been not talking about it, uh, even in the families. Uh, first, by the fear of the persecution and second, because they've been ashamed. They've been humiliated. It, the, the, the experience of the famine was a very humiliating experience. And it is present till now in the fourth, fifth generation. And when we prepared the film and started to talk to the young actors in Ukraine about, about the scenes, they all of them started to cry. You know, it is such an emotional heritage. And in the same time, when you follow now what's going on in Ukraine, when it's still the war, orchestrated by, uh, by Putin this time. Uh, in the east of the Ukraine, the society is divided because that it was the places where the most of the victims lived. And these uh, villages became, after the famine ended, depopulated. So Stalin sent the people from the Russia, the Russian citizens, the Russian um, ethnic, um, ethnic um, uh, people, and they populated this part of the Ukraine so till now you you feel the differences you know they are mm-hmm. their identity is not ukrainian really you know it's much more complicated It's right. it's it's a russian or soviet or whatever it is so the suffering of this country today is in big um, in big in, in big way uh, cause, caused by this famine you know from 1933 uh, and it's why, you know, the past is always present. It's like with the racism, uh, racism in the United States, which in those days you can, you can follow the, the signs of that in such a violent way, in such a tragic way. But it was never really, you know, re- never really solved. So it's why it's so important to, you know, to understand and experience the past. Absolutely. In order to understand where we are.
0: I just have one, literally a minute left with you. And I want to emphasize what a wonderful story you've told here with some amazing actors, including James Dorton, Vanessa Kirby, Pierce Garsgaard, and the list goes on. And it tells this story and it tells it from a very humanizing way so that we can understand and we see in your film, Mr. Jones, how it ravaged this country and these people, just as you're describing it. It is a terrific drama. And I don't want to lose sight of the fact we're talking about this film, but also the past is a prologue to the present, obviously. And we are—I couldn't agree more with what you were saying. We need to know these things. We in America have our original sin. The world has to recognize things for what they are. And this was a horror. It was a. It was a. It was a holocaust. It was called the holo, Help me out. holo. Holodomor.
1: Holodomor.
0: Holodomor.
1: Holodomor and call, means starving starving by, by hunger.
0: Right. We need to call it what it is. And hola, D'Amour, it is a, a real honor and true privilege to be able to talk to you. And congratulations on the film and all the best. Come back anytime.
1: You Thank you so it- much.
0: You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films.